Hey, Steven, we got to figure out an intro to the podcast. That works. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to another episode of the No Fluff MSP Marketing Podcast. Thank you again for listening. Seriously, we really appreciate it. Like the fact that me, Steven, Maddie, Maurice, we all get to do this. It's just pretty amazing. So just wanted to start off today and saying thank you. Like, thanks for listening. Thanks for leaving us a review. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully we continue to provide as much uh, helpful advice and actionable advice as possible. The whole no fluff thing. So today I'm super excited because I have Maddie with me. Uh, Maddie is the one of the marketing coordinators here. She is awesome. Uh, she started as an intern. And we are going to be talking about social media for MSPs. Of course, I have a lot of experience with uh, managing social media, getting an ROI from social media specifically for our MSP. But now Maddie has taken the reins completely away from me, especially in the last like six months, was it? Yeah, six months probably. Awesome. Since fully taking on that role. Yeah. And ironically, we've have we have the highest ROI for social media in the last six months than ever. Oh wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're doing great. And that's because she's dedicated to it. It's just, of course, one of her roles, but she has, someone is dedicated to social media now, whereas before I was the marketing, account management, sales, so I was doing my best, and it was still getting you know some good traction and ROI, but now we have someone that this is their job. So, Manny, do you want to kind of start um, with a little bit of introduction uh, to you and, 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 and kind of how you got started? Um, anything you want to start before we get going? Yeah, sure. So... Basically, I found Alltech because I was coming up on my senior year in college and I just wanted to get a little bit more experience so that way when I graduated, I wasn't like scrambling to figure out what I was going to do with myself. So then I found Alltech and it just ended up being a great fit for me. And like you said before, then I came on full time in December. So it's been about six months now. So yeah. And then... Um, once I started in December, started doing social media full time for you guys and SEO as well. But yeah, yeah, it's been it's been awesome, and you know, Maddie's been such a good fit, and and you know the team, and it's just really cool. She started as an unpaid intern. I'm still surprised we got you. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still surprised we got you and Steven, you rock stars for as starting as an unpaid intern. But during their in internship, if they're showing. You know, we've had interns that come that have not come on as a team member, and that's okay. But when I see someone hitting the ground running in the internship, I talk to them very early into the internship. Like, I think you were here for like three weeks, and I was like, hey, are you going to want to come on? Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, it was very fast, but I was so appreciative, you know, so I love that. And I was like, yes, absolutely, you know, so. <laughs> All right, good, because I was like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to lose this person. So, so MSPs listening, if you have an intern and you're liking them, don't wait till the end to be like, Hey, I think I do want to come you on, bring you on, you know, 10 hours a week, 20 hours a week, full time, whatever it is that your budget will allow. And, and they're looking for, you can go for that. We've had interns that come on just for 10 hours a week to just help with one particular thing that they can own and kill it at. So let's get started on kind of social media for MSPs. And we're both going to be pretty active on this conversation. I just wanted to make sure Maddie was here because she's really has a lot of attention to detail to this stuff now. The first thing I want to start off with is really it's like it's like two things. The first one is it's it's difficult to grow a company social media page nowadays. It really is. Like when I first started, 
company pages were getting a lot of organic reach. Like I would post something and it would get thousands of views from the company page. Those days are basically long gone now. Like even large, large organizations that have a huge amount of following are getting hundreds of views on their posts, right? So I think we all need to have pages. We have to have pages and we gotta keep them fresh. But most of the value in social media nowadays is personal. So it has to be the owner, it has to be the salesperson, it has to be a rep, right? It has to be someone that can be in the community and building their contacts and bringing it back to their social media. For instance, we'll post the same content on a page and on my personal LinkedIn. We change the caption a little bit, but it's the same content. My personal will get you know, hundreds to thousands of views Ironically, may only get a few likes or a few comments, right? And don't let that discourage you. Even if you're only getting one comment, one like, two likes, three likes, it doesn't really matter. What matters is how many people in your audience are you reaching? And oftentimes that's in the hundreds in most posts. So it's the same content, but on the page, on the company page, it's getting like a few, right? Yeah, it's, it's I've crazy. noticed that. And it's actually crazy. Like I'll be scrolling on LinkedIn and I'll see yours and yours is all like engagement and everything. And then all text is like crickets. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to preface the conversation with saying, like, don't get discouraged if your company page isn't, isn't popping off. Don't worry. That doesn't happen for almost anybody, right? It's, it's a difficult thing to do. But your personal, your brand, whether you're the marketing coordinator, whether you're the salesperson, whether you're the owner, you have to put emphasis on building your audience and your connections there, primarily on LinkedIn. But I've gotten really good ROI from Facebook, too. So both of these. Now, Facebook, obviously, you want to make sure you're not just posting business stuff all the time, right? Like I post mainly about my family. <laughs> like I post a lot of stuff about my kids, um, my religion. I'll post about my hobbies like jujitsu. Um, but then every now and then I'll post about an event we're doing or, or something around the business too. So Facebook and LinkedIn are the primary. YouTube has also brought us some leads. Uh, that's been nice. And, and we'll get into audience changing and how TikTok and Instagram may actually have a place in the business to business world as we move into it. So all right, that was the first thing I wanted to cover. Second thing I wanted to cover, there is this trend, and you've heard us talk about in the podcast, it's not just a trend, it's like a universal, which is corporate washed content. Like that's what I've been calling it lately. It's just corporate washed. It is just generic. It is a link to an external blog that the social media doesn't want you, doesn't want their people to go externally, right? Like it is just the most boring shit ever. And it's all over social media, especially in the MSP space. MSPs do this worse than almost anybody, which is ironic because technology can be really dry. So we need to do extra effort in making it not corporate washed crap. But that's exactly what happens every single time. Now, the reason that happens is most MSPs are like, okay, I'm in the professional services space. I want people to take me seriously. Uh, we are business to business and we are white collar. So our content must reflect that. Listen to me right now when I say that is wrong. And this is not a guess. This is not an opinion. This is a fact. Do not have that mindset and you need to change that mindset. Like right now, today, as you're listening to this. You can do whatever you want on social media and it's not going to impact your brand really. Right. Right? I mean, unless you're saying crazy stuff like, you know, cussing a lot or, or, or whatever. Don't worry about being funny. You can be as funny as you want on social media. Even LinkedIn. Some of our best performing content is funny and it's on LinkedIn. You can do that and you should welcome that. Let your marketing coordinators do whatever they want, right? Come up with funny stuff, stuff to catch attention. Because guess what? 
no one's probably going to remember anyway. And if they do, they're not going to remember it next week. Exactly. So it's not a big deal, right? And so how we structure this with the content, you'll see it. If you're an MSP camp member, you'll literally see kind of how we funnel this. Social media live action videos are out there. You know, yes, they're informative. Yes, some of them are professional, but most of them are like funny. We are just trying to get attention at the top of the funnel. That is our prerogative. Because it's so hard to get attention on social media. It's so hard to get attention from anyone, especially as you're an IT service company. So be okay with getting out there. Now, once we get a lead, once we've engaged with somebody, as they move down the funnel, top of the funnel, we are out there. We are just trying to get attention. As we move down the funnel, you'll see the content gets a lot more professional, right? Like if you actually have a sales meeting or you're trying to upsell your current clients, which a lot of the content helps with that, you'll see the content doesn't stay silly and crazy, right? It becomes really polished yet informative, right? We don't want to do an ebook on you know, something really boring like a cloud security guide that no one's going to read or something like that. It's, it's like, you know, hey, how do you get the most of your Microsoft 365 license that you're paying for? Or what is a cybersecurity executive guide that you as a busy executive can actually read? And it's not a 40-page, 50-page, 100-page report no one's even going to look at, right? So the content does get more polished the closer you get to a sale. Because, yes, we are an IT company. We do take our stuff seriously. We do take your business seriously. And as you get down further in the funnel, the content reflects that. So that's why I had to do this whole spiel, because it's so important to understand that. You, if you start with the middle of funnel content at the top of the funnel, it's, it's, you're doing yourself a huge disservice, because it's going to be almost impossible to engage somebody with, with that type of content. It's just a reality. But once someone has engaged with you, perfect. Now you've already started the conversation. They want to work with you. They like you. They like your content. Cool, now you can move into the middle of funnel content. The content literally has to be structured in that way. Okay, now that we got my rants out of the way for today, we're going to get a lot more Maddie in here. So Maddie, I want to start off before we get into, we're going to get into some really actionable tech, you know, really actionable things on how to post, how to build your audience, what to post, etc. Before we that, do that, I wanted to kind of get into Maddie's workflow. So Maddie, can you kind of explain your workflow when it comes to what tools you use, what schedule you use, how much time it takes, anything you want to share, whether it's the marketing coordinator listening or an owner realizing how much time or how little time it actually takes. So I would say I, I feel like it does take longer than you would think because, mm -hmm. you know, I use Publer. It's a really great scheduling app. Um, and it's also important, like you said earlier, there are no rules when it comes to social media. Like you really need to forget about that. Like you need to be putting the information out there for your target market, but you, there aren't any rules. And like you said, nobody's going to remember what you posted a week down the road. So, um, with my schedule, I like to do, I like to post the same types of categories of things mm -hmm. on the same days so like monday i'll start with a blog post mm -hmm. and then tuesday we'll post something like a video of some sort whether that be a live action video a motion graphic on a topic um, a tech tip really just anything video cool. and then wednesday i'll do like a campaign specific post mm -hmm. um and those can like our content we'll do like little cartoons um 
sometimes I will post something with like strictly information on it, like an infographic. Yeah. Um, and then on Thursdays, I I take Thursdays as just like a random day to post like whatever I'm feeling that day, whether that be like a humor post, um, a nostalgic post, or even just another campaign post. And then Friday, I always try to go with like something funny, like mm. a meme. We do a lot of memes. It's so fun. Like I'll be like looking on social media for memes and how we can like relate that to the IT space. And it's just super funny. But so that's what I do with that. And I would say like for one client, it'll probably take me about an hour to schedule out for the week mm -hmm. just and writing out the captions because, you know, you don't want to you want to put thought into the caption. Yeah. Um, so I actually utilize chat GPT a lot for nice. that. That has really helped made the biggest difference honestly, because you don't have to like rack your brain for like, what can I say for a caption? Because for me, that's the hardest part is yeah. coming up with a caption. Oh, that's a solid tip. Cool. Yeah. I I will always do that. And like, then I can gear it, delete, you know, delete things, edit the post because ChatGPT is not perfect as we know. <laughs> so yeah, what? that really helps a lot with that. Yeah. Then, those, those Thursday throwback posts, like Especially as of late, I've been getting a lot of attention because everyone can relate to like that old, yeah. like old crappy computer. Or not crappy, sorry. The uh, <laughs> old throwback computer or the old how you know how big a megabyte was back in the day. Everyone's like, oh yeah, it was like the size of a fridge. Like people just love that yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, and literally because you were doing that, we thought of the the simpler day series. Um, that's on Scout Plus, which we'll talk about Scout Plus a little bit at the end. But um, it's like the uh, Nokia Snake game because everyone remembers that that's a throwback <laughs> there's like the pipes on windows they used to have the screens everywhere it's the pipes so it's like you know using content where it's just literally like oh you know the prospect's like oh or your client or whoever's right. like i remember that and that gets so much attention and then you're like what is this company so yeah it doesn't have it, to be like oh no. another company got hacked you'd be like hey do you remember this and I'm like i remember that like that you're just yeah. engaging with people and mm -hmm. i think that's the biggest change that msps need to realize it's like just just be fun and be right. friendly and like, be helpful yeah you don't need to post like this super boring yeah. post of like your company's logo or whatever oh, like the yeah logo oh my gosh crazy. yeah that's just nobody's gonna remember that nobody's gonna care about that so no. yes so um, about an hour a week you're using Publer. Publer's awesome we'll get into some of the things we use Publer, but there's a there's so many inexpensive tools there's like Hootsuite and Publer. I think we pay like 15 20 bucks a month or something um, you know, there's just so many options for doing this easily now. Um, so about an hour a week, which really isn't bad at all. No, like, not you know, at I, all. People look at like the, you know, like the ultimate marketing guy. They're like, oh my gosh, if we do all this, it's going to take two full-time people. I'm like, no, nah, not really. Because each of the things doesn't take that much time. It's just consistently doing it, which is why we recommend getting an intern or coordinator. Because it's more about the consistency of doing it than anything. Right. So, all right, cool. So that's really good information. Um, I forget if there was anything else on that section I wanted you to cover, but yeah, that's perfect. So you, you covered type of content, you covered your, 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 how you schedule it. And then, and then the time it takes, Yes. which an hour, a client is not scary at all. No. And that's just like, if you're doing everything from scratch, like there's also another cool thing with Publer where you can actually go back and reuse content. Yes. And we like to use the 90 day rule, but yeah, you can go back and just re repost something and then Publer also has this cool 
um, tool where you can actually rephrase text that you've already had written. So yeah. it changes it up just a little bit. So yeah. you're not, if anyone even were to notice no, that it was good, the yeah, same caption. Could, but, but, but that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. The 90, so. 90 day rule is huge. And what we find is when we repost that content, it still does well. Because right. again, no one remembers you posting it 90 days. They know they liked it back then. They like it now. Like it's just, yeah. you got new followers, you got new connections. Hey, show it again. Reuse that content. Yeah. That's, that's, that's super spot on. Um, so that's, that's like making social media easier, right? It doesn't have to be terrible. Here's a question, Maddie, and this is not an MSP camp plug. So be totally honest and transparent. Don't, don't worry about before we had MSP camp, before we built it to make it easier for our own life, which is a big challenge we had was content. You know, it's, it's, we created awesome content, but making sure we have enough of it. That's, one of the primary reasons of building MSP camp and helping MSPs, there's lots of reasons, but that was one other checkbox it hit. Before we had MSP camp, how long did it take you to post on social media for one? It was, uh, it was a day and night difference. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the content that we, that you guys have come up with on MSP camp is just like so engaging, so different. Like the con trying to figure out what to post before was definitely difficult in the sense that we had a lot less content and it all kind of felt, it was all cartoons, all funny, all different, but it did all kind of feel like it was just a carbon copy of each other. So yeah. MSP camp has definitely set the bar high and made it nice. so much easier, so much more enjoyable to post. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, really nice. made the biggest difference. And we, yeah, it's like, we practice what we preach. Like this is exact content we're posting for us and it's working for me and it's working for peers in our peer group that we're helping out and it's working. So it's, it's not that we're just telling MSPs, Hey, use this, try this. It's like, Hey, this is what we're doing and it's working, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and having the archive to quickly pull from and post has, has been huge. So a couple other tips before we get into like really actionable things of what to do, what not to do. Another kind of low-hanging fruit th thing is posting on Google listings, like your Google My Business page, is actually super important. Um, you want to treat it just like your social media pages, um, and you can do offers, you can do updates, you can do behind the scenes, et cetera. And Publer, Hootsuite, whatever you're using is going to probably have an option for posting on Google My Business. So it makes it super easy to put content everywhere you need to put content. All right. Uh, one thing Maddie said is posting blogs on Mondays, which we like to do, and it actually helps SEO when you when you link to your blog. But this is the important thing: make sure you're posting your blog. I see so many MSPs that just post external blogs all the time, and that's actually not helpful. It's really not helpful. Um, you know, in some cases it can be helpful if it's like a really good story and it's really interesting. But in most cases, it's not. It's just people linking to other people's stuff. No matter what social media platform you're on, people don't want your users, their users to leave the platform. They don't, right? They want them to stay on the platform. So they are going to definitely prioritize natively uploaded content over linking somewhere else. Now, if it's your blog, there is a benefit because, you know, if the user does go out, that's great. They're going to your site. You're getting with the tracking cookie. In our case, we primarily use Facebook, Instagram, and Google to track them uh, and send them ads over time. But it also provides a backlink. So backlinks are important for websites. And sure, it's not the highest value backlink, but you do get a backlink to your site for social media. 
So that's why we still do blogs in our social media schedule. All right, let's get into the nitty gritty here. So we're probably about halfway mark here. There's a lot to cover on social media, and for sure, we're probably gonna do like a part two and part three, especially as we you know get more geared up and 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 learn even more. That's the crazy thing. I've been here seven years. We're still learning something every week when it comes to social media and everything else. There's always new trends, always yeah. new things coming out. So yeah. it's always going to be a learning game. Yeah. So let's jump into what not to do. So two things that you should definitely, uh, or not definitely, but some are definitely. Okay. All right. Let me just let me just go over them. So number one is do not purchase likes or subscribers. You know, it's kind of a duh thing i don't think many people are doing that yeah. but just don't do that because what happens is yeah your reach or not your uh your follower count might go up but the chance of you reaching the people that are legitimate followers actually goes down because the pool grows larger and so who's being served that is 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 is, is gonna be harder to to grow whereas if you have a smaller audience of engaged people it's much easier for your post to kind of pop off so don't purchase like it's not like you're going to get your hand slapped from the social media it just helps your organic reach and it's not people you actually want to get in front of. Number 2 is um kind of mixed review reviews here so I don't necessarily want to say what not to do but maybe not one of the first things to do competitions. You know, competitions is another one of those things where you know it's one thing if it's like you're going to give away a an Oculus Quest or something to set a sales meeting with a business and they have to be qualified. Yeah, cool, do that stuff all day. But to give away a gift card for people to like your page, again, then you start getting people that you may not want to like your page. You don't want in your audience. So I'm not a big fan of competitions for social media. All right, cool. And as you can see, the what not to do is pretty damn low. Yeah, because <laughs> there are no rules. Yeah, <laughs> that's the beautiful thing. It's two things. Like, hey, maybe these two things be worried about. Everything yeah. else, it's like, yeah, let's try some stuff. Yeah. All right, so let's get into uh, what to do. So how do we build... How do we build our audience, right? That's a difficult thing, even with your personal audience. It's not an easy thing. Like people, people make it seem easy, and it's it's really not. Like it's not an easy thing to grow your connection. But as long as you're consistent and you're doing some of these things, not even all these things, some of these things, you're gonna grow your audience. So let's get started with getting involved with local community groups. This is a, I don't know if any, but I've talked about it on the podcast a couple times, but Traffic Secrets by Russell Brunson is really a great, great, great marketing book. And he really, really hits this hard. You want to prepare a list of like five to ten businesses uh, in your city, right? Hyper local. Um, they don't want, you don't want them to be focused on technology. You want it to be like a business group, right? Make sure you review the rules for each group. Uh, what can you post? What can you not post? Um, and then once you do that, you can actually start sharing helpful tips, infographics, informative videos that are not positioned to sell, right? Which is most of the social media content we have. Very few social media content, I feel like, are, are straight, we're trying to sell you something. But if you look at those listeners, if you're, you know, if you look at your social media posts, look at them. How many of them are just saying, work with us, work with us, work with us, work with us? It's a ton. Here's exactly why. Most likely you're working with an agency and that agency, you are pushing for results. And so their team of coordinators are saying, okay, so everything we put out has to be to improve the conversion. So everything has to have a call to action. And by doing that, 
it actually is limiting your ability to sell. It's so counterintuitive. It's exactly what happens. The emphasis so high on trying to get a conversion lowers your conversion because that type of content is not something people on social media want to engage with. It's the opposite approach. When we're taking the value, the humor, the entertaining, that we're trying to make sure we stand out approach, then you get people to your site over time. Then you build your awareness over time. That works so much better than the marketing coordinators of agencies and other places saying, we have to get leads, we have to get leads, we have to get leads. And then they turn everything into a conversion-focused uh, piece of content, and that hurts you. That's how you get unfollowed. Yes. Because you're like, okay, the same thing again, like, geez, unfollow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it hurts you. And again, it's counterintuitive, but, but it is really how it works, especially on social media. Okay, so... Once you get in that group, you know, five to 10, you know, every week you really want your coordinator to get in there, post content, engage with the content. Like, oh yeah, we did a blog on that. Check this out. You know, again, not after that saying, and if you need help with your IT, go here. Don't even worry about any of that. Just value first. Trust me on this one. In fact, here's another example of this with me specifically. On Reddit, I'm pretty active on Reddit. And like when I answer a question on there, very, very rarely am I saying, oh, and we do this at MSP camp or like check out what we did here. But if someone asks a specific question, like, hey, how do I get more referrals for my, for my MSP? I will say, hey, we just did an episode on that. Here, here's the podcast episode, right? I'm not even saying anything about MSP camp or trying to sell them anything. I'm literally value first, 100% value first. I'm like, here, this is the answer to your question. And I move on. So getting in the habit of doing that, you will start, like I'm starting to get all these Reddit followers, right? And I'm not selling, I'm providing value. So with that approach in these groups, when you're providing content that's helpful based on questions and, and, and conversations, you're going to start building local audience. That's just what happens. Value first. Let me look at my notes here to see if there's anything else on this point. Yeah, so just stay consistent. You don't want to start a group post. You're like, oh, I didn't get any likes on that post. Right. Yeah, it's not just about the likes. And, like, sometimes people might read your post and just forget to like. Yeah. Or, you know, I've done that before, so. All the time. Yeah. I mean, there's some really big people in our industry, like in the MSP industry and in our local industry, that post really great stuff that I, I love seeing. And they'll get it'll get, like, one like. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal because I saw yeah. it. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm their target market. Yeah. And I'm seeing it, and I'm liking it, and mm-hmm. there's top of mind. But maybe I didn't hit the like button. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that, sometimes those are vanity metrics. Okay. Moving on. Do you want to cover the next one? Yeah. So another really important one I would say would be to share your client's post. Mm -hmm. And this just shows your community that you're engaged with your clients, that you want to see them succeed. You want to show other people about their business. I just think that that is really important. Yeah. Um, another one would be to use relevant hashtags. And this is actually something that I've started doing and focusing on a lot more before I really wouldn't, I would just do a few, Mm -hmm. but now again, I use chat GBT. I will literally put in either a blog or the caption and ask it to give me hashtags based on that caption or blog. And it does. It gives you great ones that I wouldn't have thought of off the top of my head or it would have taken me 10 minutes to think of them all. So that's a great point. I'm really loving the chat GPT tips. Me too. This is is great. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. This is why you need a Maddie because (laughs) you're busy and you need someone that's really going to be able to think about these nuances. Yeah. So hashtags are important, especially if you do get into Instagram, 
Um, you know, even LinkedIn, it seems to be fairly helpful. Facebook, not as much, but definitely those two big ones. And we do them either way. All right, next one, uh, I call them B2B influencers, right? So we have a whole guide of this on MSP Camp for free, not selling anything. Go to MSP Camp, get these guides. We actually have the full social media coordinator guide up there. And honestly, I read it today again before this podcast, and I was like, this is pretty damn good. I was like, I'm glad I put the time in to like make this good. It's super actionable. No cliche, no fluff, but <laughs> so you can go grab this stuff. So B2B influencer, we got a guide on it. So one of the big things, again, Russell Brunson's um, whole thing is like s- selling direct end users. Great, but selling to audiences is way better, right? And so B2B influencer, you do a project for a, a client or you do a really popular project. Like we, we, we helped with this large park called Bonnet Springs Park. It's super popular in Lakeland. Well, we did the IT there, so we use that as leverage um, to have them post about you know the help we did on that. That's a huge value. If they go, wait, so this company did the IT for this massive park that the entire city is engaged with? That is some serious value. Like that is that is where B2B influencers come in when the CEO or the president of that is sharing us because we helped them with that so much social proof, right? And that is how you can get some followers pretty quickly. Oh yeah, for sure. And almost every MSP like has a government building that they do or they have some, you know, really cool business that they that they work on. We all do. We all do. This is one of the coolest things about this business is how many badass organizations we get to support. It's super fun. So using that as leverage to say, hey, and not like okay. Not like you sharing it and saying, we're so proud to be um supporting this this company you can do that for sure but it's not going to have the same social media credit as if that organization is sharing you and that's the nuance here make sure it's them sharing you that's where the b2b influencer thing comes in because they're an influence in their local audience and they're sharing you that is how you can really get an audience pretty quickly all right hope that makes sense i know we're covering a lot today but don't worry you can rewind you can re-listen you we got the guide the guide is a checklist so so just stick with us. Let's let's keep going through this, and all of this will be in the guide as as a as a nice actionable recap. All right. Do you want to cover number seven? Yeah. So number seven is to engage your followers, um, and this can be through like responding to their comments, having a poll. I know that this happens a lot on Facebook and Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the two big ones on that. And even engaging your followers too can be reiterating the B2B influencers yeah. of sharing their post. Like, yeah, all you have to do is press the share button, post the repost button, mm-hmm. write a little caption above it, and that gives you immediate credibility yeah. right there. So yeah. that is great. And it's really important to respond to comments in a, a timely manner because that shows your followers that you care, that you're actively going through your social media, seeing their comments, engaging with them. Yeah. So. Yep. Engaging too. You can't just post into the vacuum, right? It's, it's so much about building connections and doing that digitally means you got, you got to, you got to provide value. You got to provide comments. You got to like, you got to, you got to talk about their stuff too. And I do a lot of that. So like people I connect with, whether from MSP campsite or clients or prospects, I'll, I'll just like, you know, comment on their, on their stuff and say, Hey man, this is great. Right. And, you know, and, and it just keeps me top of mind, too. Mm-hmm. So then when I reach out, we just we have a little bit more, bit more rapport. 
All right, moving on to advertising. So we did a whole episode on advertising. Uh, we're going to do a whole another episode on advertising coming up because advertising should not be one of the first things you do as an MSP marketer or as an MSP. It really shouldn't. Neither should telemarketing. Right now you need to build your foundation, which we have a whole checklist on how to do that. But yeah, once you have good content, once you know how to sell, you can start investing in, in telemarketing. You can start investing in advertising. And over time, this stuff really works. So how we do it primarily uh, is... One of our goals is to get as many people to the website as possible. That's one of our primary marketing methods. Get people to the website, make sure the website is awesome, make sure it's you know it can convert well, but also we want to get our pixel on there from Facebook and, and, and Google. And then you can just start sending the people that visited your website content on Facebook. These are people that have showed intent. They visited your site. Cool. Now when they go on Facebook, they're going to see your content. Now, unfortunately, that content really should not be an About Us video, which I've made this mistake for years, right? I was like, all right, we're going to do the overview video. Sorry, but nobody wants to see an MSP's overview video on Facebook when they're scrolling. It just doesn't work, right? So the content that's been working for us lately is literally the live action video of a ram eating monster. And like Maddie comes outside, she's like, what the heck is that? And Maurice is like, it's a ram eating monster. And this like CGI monster destroying the city. It right? was so fun to do too. It was a <laughs> You did blast. great. You're Thank a really you. good actress. I'm not just saying that. I was so impressed. <laughs> Thank you. It was like one take every time. I was like, dang. <laughs> Steven too. Like y'all are great actors now. Like I look at these videos. I'm like, God, people probably think these are like paid people, but it's just like, yeah, it's our team. Just our, yeah, just our team. <laughs> But that video is converting on social media because they, you know, they visit your site, they leave, they're they're scrolling and they see a giant ramming monster. It's going to kind of stop them. Yeah, it's like, what is this? Yeah. like Because you've never seen that before. Yeah, you're like, why is this on my feed? And and if you think of any of the best ads over the years, like that is apparent so many times. Like the Old Spice is like, that. that is one of my favorite commercials of all time. It's like, isn't that with the Yeti, right? Well, the, yeah. Oh, that's uh, Dr. Squatch. Oh, okay, Or actually, yeah, Yeti yeah. also has the, uh, Beef jerky, I think, or Slim Jim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So, yes. like, think about some of the best advertising ever. It's not like, look how awesome we are. It's like, look how crazy we are. Yeah, because that's what is memorable. Yeah. And anybody right now who's thinking, oh, no, that's business to consumer. That's, like, you know, only business consumer ad advertising. Nope, totally wrong. Look at Wasabi. Look at IT Glue. Those are just people in our space, and they're doing awesome with b2b funny advertising that convert yeah b2b does not have to be boring yes. i feel like that's what people say it's like no it, who said that who came <laughs> up with that it's a terrible <laughs> awful thing b2b does not have to be boring in fact it needs to be the opposite yeah and i was I had a conversation recently with sean lardo over at uh, ConnectWise, and and he was like i asked him at one of his favorite ads and all of his favorite ads were like insurance companies that's hilarious right? honestly though but those are the ones you remember the exactly. guy the geico gecko yeah so, so flow with progressive oh it's like, amazing you're never gonna forget that people are like oh technology's you know boring it's dry it's like what's more dry than insurance yeah. and they're killing it yeah and a lot of and, and there's you know they do b2b insurance too that's so funny and uh, one example on this, and then we'll 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 move on, is uh, our best performing ad for MSP Camp. And again, I we practice what we preach. If someone goes to MSP Camp website, and we can get the cookie on it. We're, we're they're seeing ads from us, and we did like, you know, we did like check out the templates we have, and we did the check out our free guides, and then we did like a uh, a couple other ones that are like showing the value we provide, and those did okay. We got some free members from it that we've been continuing to email and keeping them on, and, and now they're getting value from the guides. The highest performing ad by a long shot is literally a video of me playing the video game we built. <laughs> That's it. 
It's literally a video of me playing that game that we built. And it's on our pricing page, so I know I can get people to the pricing page if they want to play the game. And it starts off, and I'm like, beep, 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 because he's like firing the sticks, and I'm making this super dumb sound effect, right? It's so silly. And like, it's like a minute-long video of me playing this video game. That has converted five members in the last month. That's awesome. And that says nothing about what we do. We don't build video games, right? We're not a video game company. It's just... It just stood out. Mm-hmm. And I've heard from a lot of people like, why the hell do you have a video game on there? I'm like, because I wanted to try it, right? And it there's, works. Yeah, there's no stats or, or whatever saying, oh, if you use this type of content, you convert. Sometimes you just have to go, you know what? My target market, you know, we're kind of nerds and like video games kind of stick out. Let's let's try that. Right. And, and, yeah. And five members in, in, you know, in a month from that. And that just blows my mind. But that is literally how content works, especially on social media. All right, so I know we kind of went pretty hard on that one, but just some good, like, real-life examples of how this is working from an MSP perspective and as a channel company perspective. All right, moving on real quick to the last two points on how to get more followers, and then we're going to move into, okay, you have your schedule. What other types of content can you post? So thanks for being with us so far. Hopefully this has been helpful. Um, this one I'll take because I, I, I use this quite a bit. Um, make sure you don't... Or try not to just post a video um, without, like, unfortunately now on social media, you have to have, like, the things. Mm-hmm. You have to have the captions. And no, 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 they can't be the native captions because those don't have as much engagement. You literally have to get into a tool like Veed.io or Premiere Pro or whatever and get those captions. And they got to be the cool captions, right? They got to be captions that as people talk, the letters come up. Or mm-hmm. not the letters, the, the the words come up as they speak. Like again, don't get overwhelmed, right? This takes like five minutes, right? And then you can add a loading bar to it, or you can add, you know, if on LinkedIn you don't need the emojis, right? But loading bar captions potentially. Facebook, you might need to add the emojis in. You might need to add the, you know, especially if you, if you do TikTok and Instagram, you got to do all those oh, things. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, we can thank TikTok for the captions becoming a thing yeah. because that is definitely where that started, I would say. Yeah. Becoming so popular. So. I can't stand that TikTok lady's voice. Oh, my gosh. I know. The one that, like, reads the, yes. yes. We need to do a version. Let's do a, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a version of that with, like, she's New saying idea. ridiculous stuff. <laughs> all right, cool. so so you need to add those things and if you're going to post video on social media it for sure enhances your reach for sure if you post the video the way it is it's going to do well if it's good content but if you add in the captions or if you add in the loading bar or you add in you know some things that pop out that does help and really it's trying to staying on one scene for more than like five seconds isn't a good either you need to change the scene right like if you look at Maddie's tech tip videos, it's like every couple of seconds we change to a screen grab or we change to a new motion graphic thing coming up. Every five seconds you have to have something new. We can't just have talking heads um, because it, it lowers engagement a lot. So that's that's another way to help build your audience and build your reach and build your engagement is adding in those nice pieces. We use v.io, but there's tons and tons of tools. If you have a marketing coordinator, they can do this for you for about 10 minutes. So it's not a big deal. All right, um, next one up, I'll cover this one too because I have a story here. Um, encourage team members to get engaged with your social media. Um, this is going to help you get an ROI a lot quicker. 
here's an example. So when we were moving to the data center about four years ago now, it's a pretty sweet office. Like it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Like it's really cool. We got like three offices in here, here now, but when this was, when the first one was being built out, so we got a lot of video content about that process of us moving to a new office from an old, excuse my language, shitty warehouse. Like it was really not, there's no way I could have got you as an intern. If you saw this place, you'd be like, no, I'm running away from this company. <laughs> um, but now, like when I when we sh when I show people here, it's like, oh, you got like a gym and a ping pong table, and like you got like these access control things. Like it's just a cool environment. You got a movie theater, right? So we we really wanted to document that process. So I was posting that on content on social media. It was doing really great on social media. Well, my team members are really engaged with our social media, and and this one's on Facebook Facebook specifically, which is why I talk talk about the Facebook ROI. He just shared it to his personal network because he liked the content too. He's one of our senior techs, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to share this because I'm proud of what we're doing here. Well, he was connected to someone that was an office manager for a big law firm. And she she knows him. And he she, he she literally said, I didn't even know you were in IT. Wow. Right? I didn't know you were in IT. I didn't know what you did. I just know I like you. You're a friend of mine. So he was engaging or he was uh, informing his audience on what they do. Um, you know, and it's funny because we weren't even talking about IT. We were talking about the the uh the uh, new office but when she checked it out she checked out her social media and she's like well what is all tech services she found out she reached out to him that client has been a client of ours for you know now four years because wow. it was the beginning of this that's a great example and they pay us seventy five hundred dollars a month wow so when we talk about roi yeah it's going to take a while to get an roi on, on social media for sure that's seventy five hundred bucks a month yeah right? and this quarter our roi on social media is you know, we've added $4,300 in MRR. And that was because of social media. One was organic. Well, actually, no, that's 3500 that hasn't closed yet. One, that was She was just seeing my organic social media posts. No advertising on LinkedIn, right? Because I'm consistently going out. I wasn't even connected to her. She was connected to one of my connections that liked it or shared it or something. And again, it really expands your reach. The other two was, um, was a... Uh, actually a client that left dude it's a long story but basically the guy was like following me on social media he's like you guys seem like a way more legit larger company than who i'm working with i want you guys to be our partner and that since that is that has already closed two deals since that happened wow. and that was because i stayed connected with them and that's because i'm posting content every day thanks to you maddie <laughs> um showing what we're doing and how awesome we are pretty much in a fun creative way okay Jeez, I hope I'm not boring people to death with this one. <laughs> I don't think we are. Okay. There's no way. All right, cool. Because I'm like, man, we are like 42 minutes in and we probably still have another 10 minutes. If you're listening to this, thank you. All right, let's yeah, keep going. Yeah, if you're still here. Yeah, if you're still here. We, it shows the drop-off report on, on the analytics. So we'll, we'll, oh we'll, we'll, oh, we'll no. read it and see when, uh, when we lost everybody. It's probably every time I talk. All right, cool. So, so let's get into some other types of content to share. And I really want to get Maddie on this as well. Maddie talked about a schedule and it's so important to have a schedule, not because that's the only thing you post because it just keeps things consistent on what to post. So Maddie will post out sometimes for the whole month because it's like, okay, I know this is the schedule we go with. The cool thing is that's five days a week. You got that going out no matter what. Then you have a lot of opportunity to post in addition to that, and it makes it easier because you just got your schedule going, and you're like, okay, now I can post on top of these things. So let's go into some of the other things that we can post, just some ideas to get the creative juices flowing on what to post on your social media that has a high likelihood of actually converting. 
All right, number one, make sure that you post um, stock photos of people shaking hands and that you say, please work with us. So that'd be number one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Don't take that advice. Don't do that. Uh, but that is what everybody does. Uh, okay, if you're listening to this, go audit your social media right now. Like literally, like as we're talking, because I mean, this has already been a long podcast. You might as well just pull up your social media and zone out a little bit. Pull it up. Like pull your social media up. Go look at it. Go look at your reach. Go look at what you're posting. Are you proud of that? We're going to sit here and wait until you answer. Just kidding. All right. So, Maddie, do you want to actually take what type of content will work? Yeah. So, in addition to your normal schedule, a great one to do is an employee spotlight. So, whether that be you have a new employee, you have an employee birthday, an employee that's completed a new certification, done something good in the company. It's just important to post that because it shows that you care about your employees and you want to show them off to the world. <laughs> 100% we do a lot of that. I love it. Yeah. And then, so the second one, it would be client spotlights. And this, again, kind of reiterates what we talked about earlier with posting, sharing your about what your clients are posting, if they're posting about your company, doing something for them. It's just important to post that. Or if, for instance, Bonnet Springs, their opening day, like we could share that because mm -hmm. they're a client. Yep. Um, Spot on. And then after that, I would say holiday posts are important, really because most companies are posting holiday posts. So you don't want to be excluded from that. And, and, and most of them suck. Yeah. Like we make custom holiday posts. Yeah. So. We're actually doing variations now and adding new holidays in because the first ones are cool, but they're like static images. So now we're moving into like, you know, because we've gone so hard on motion graphics and vertical videos. That's like cool. Like it's so funny. The more we get into this, the more like the content expands, the ideas expand. I'm like, God, I wish I would have done this five, seven years ago. But so we got a lot more holiday posts coming, but most holiday posts are just like boring. Yeah. Like go on Canva, like Merry Christmas with like a background. Yeah. And that's about as far as it Almost goes. always. Yeah. Even for big companies. I'm like, why not just like, let's make it funner. Yeah. You know? Like I have seen some really cool ones lately, actually from from um, some MSP camp members that weren't even using our posts. They were using other ones that I was really proud of. Like I was like, okay, cool. Like they used the technology theme. Like one was a Christmas tree and the lights were flashing, but they were cat six, oh, you know, that's cool. like there was, there's some really cool stuff I've seen. So if you're listening to this and you're doing holiday posts, well, good job. Keep it up. It makes a way bigger impact than the same info, you know, you know, uh, image that everyone else is using. So, all right, I'll take this next one just cause I, you know, just, just did that earlier and that's company updates. So Gary V has his whole conversation on you know i think it's like don't create document and you know that can't be your 100 percent what you do but with company updates documenting is is important like like the company move when we did that move we got a huge roi on that like it literally is paid for the office twice that's crazy. you know because we we documented that cool thing um or if you're you know documenting what your company is doing is 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 very important um, and there's lots of cool stuff that we're doing all the time. So that's a big one. You want to take the next one? Yeah. So f this one, we kind of already do this weekly, but just like funny things. Um, so I, ten I tend to make these funny posts on Fridays. 
Um, you can even do funny videos. Like mm-hmm. a lot of our live action videos are actually like hilarious, <laughs> even though they're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be like technical and stuff. But yeah, and this is when too we will just be scrolling on social media, see a meme that we think is funny, and then we relate that to the IT um sector so you know it's like just because people work in it they want to see funny things that they can relate to Mm -hmm. you know like it does not need to be all salesy um one one of our best performing posts like ever was when we redid the shot from office space and we used like similar music and we were dressed up like the office space people and we beat up the printer and like had the same shot for shot as office space that's hilarious and it's like who watches office space your target market does yeah and everyone related with that and it was super funny and that whole thing took me two hours Wow. like from getting the printer out there doing the thing and editing like it was not a long time people think like oh it's gonna take me forever to do this it's like nope if you have a marketing coordinator they can do it pretty damn quickly Mm -hmm. you know it's it's more about the idea and the execution all right you want to have to cover the next one? So the next one that we have listed is to share customer testimonials. And this is super important and great content overall because it's showing your audience that you are good at what you do, mm-hmm. that these cust- these real customers who, are worked with you, who worked with you are happy with what you did. And yeah, it just gives you a lot of credibility as a company, shows other people that they can trust you and makes them want to work with you overall yep 100 percent. we have a customer testimonial template on msp camp just to give you an idea of like how we do it but just you can tailor it however you want build a template in canva so you can update the person's picture whether it's the tech or the client most usually it's the tech um that's huge sharing the customer testimonials all right next up and the next up um we have anytime you are hosting an event or a webinar it is very important to post about it on social media a, so you can have more people sign up for that event or webinar, and B, just so you can show people that you're doing other things than just your regular workday activities. So an event that we recently did was the Smashathon, and we posted about that so many times. Yeah. And it was like every day. Yeah, every day, but that's how we ended up getting most of our people going. Yeah, and social media was huge. Yeah, and we also... Anytime we post or are having a webinar coming up, we post about it too. And that's how we get a lot of members attending those webinars. Yep. I can cover the next one. Okay. So I got two examples on this one. So this is behind the scenes stuff. So behind the scenes content is huge. So one example of this, and again, this content doesn't have anything to do with, with what we do from a technology perspective. We are having this really sweet core value award wall made. And it looks awesome. It's in the main office. So I was like, you know, I love video. It's it's kind of one of the, the things I kind of specialized in over the years. So I um, went to the printer when they were making it. Because it was a friend of mine, right? And I so I went and got a video of it being made and being installed. And that content did amazing. Not only does the video look great, but it shows clients that we care a lot about our core values in a way that's interesting. It's not a talking head talking about our core values. It's like, check out this badass sign that we had custom made and you get to see the process of it being made. Yeah, People love that stuff. Yeah. It's like the how it's made, but you know, using in the content in a way that's interesting for your target market. If anybody wants to see that video, if you go to All Tech Services YouTube, it is the, um, I think it's called highlight video. It's like the first videos you'll see when you come on. That video did great, and clients loved it, prospects loved it. Like, it just really performed very well. That's one example of behind the scenes. The next one is 
infrastructure projects. So one thing people don't understand really is cybersecurity and data backups, and they don't really understand it. But one thing they do understand is a messy closet, messy cabinet, because that gives them anxiety, and a clean one. It seems like a no-brainer, but if you have a really messy project or a before and after picture that you can post, and it shows messy technology and clean technology with your logo on it, it's amazing how well that clicks with prospects. It really does, because it's something that, like, something they do understand with IT. It's like, oh, yeah, the messy server closet. That's why in the hardware campaign, we go so hard on that type of topic. So you do a little before and after, and you may even a little behind the scenes of how you did the project. You post that, it always performs well, almost always. And it shows IT in an interesting way. Now, as we wrap up on the things that you should do, you shouldn't do, and types of content, I do want to just talk real quick about the Scout Plus um, membership that we just posted. So why did we post a Scout Plus membership? One, a lot of people were being locked out of Ranger and Leader, which is kind of the point, right? Like we only want one person in, in an area using the content. That is a non-negotiable. We er, people There have been so many early adopters that got in and helped us build this. Yeah, their area is locked no matter what. But I still want to help the people that need better content but can't get in. So we created a Scout Plus membership that is primarily social media. And that's probably what it's gonna be for a while. It's just social media and postcards. And it's an open membership, so it's not geo-locked. So yeah, there might be someone near you using the same content, but it makes your social media improve overnight. And it's exactly the type of content we talk about on this post. So if you've been listening for a while and you've been thinking about MSP Campo, your area has been locked, we have a starter um, membership called Scout Plus now. You don't have to worry about checking a map. You can just sign up for it. And it basically gives you the social media and, and, and direct mail pieces, which is great. We also have some infographics coming. They're not the full comprehensive campaigns like Ranger and Leader, which is why the price reflects that. Currently, it's $30 a month. So as we add more stuff, we will probably increase the price, but we'll grandfather and base everyone that you know got in early. So if this social media conversation has been interesting and helpful and you do want to improve your social media without like using the same stock crap and the same boring stuff that everybody does check out the scout plus just like the other ones we actually have a, a trial membership so you can literally have 30 days to decide whether you want to stay on and see what else we come up with or bail doesn't really matter so it's just a cool opportunity and it's inexpensive to improve your social media so I usually don't do plugs on the podcast, but this being so relevant to this episode, I just really kind of wanted to explain the Scout Plus in a little more detail. Well, I know that was a lot. Maddie, I really appreciate it. You did great. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, that was super, just wonderful. A lot of good tips. You know, ChatGPT, I didn't, it was kind of not even on my radar. We use it, you know, to, for brainstorming, things like that, but helping on actually optimizing your social media posts is huge. Is there anything else you wanted to kind of say to the listeners before we wrap up? Really, just reiterating the fact that social media is so important. And I think Taher gave so many examples of how you can get conversions and have really good return on investment when you don't even know that it's going to happen. And that's just from consistency. Yep. And it's not hard. And Scout Plus is a great way to have no stress about social media while also having social media. So yes. it's great. <laughs> Teaching Maddie sales as well as marketing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two in one. Two in one. 
Well, Maddie, thank you again. I really appreciate it. Really just wonderful tips all around. Thank you for keeping my social media going so I don't have to worry about it. Literally, I don't have to worry about it at all. And it's bringing me money, which is what everybody dreams of. Yes, we and love it, that. And it's a real thing. Like listeners right now, it's a real thing. It it's is. Not, it's not a fluffy, it's not a vendor saying this. I'm an MSP and we have direct ROI from this. Like we are the guinea pigs that can say that this is working. Yes. So. Yep. Love it. All right. And listeners, wow, this was a long one. Yep. Almost so, coming in at an hour. Here. Yeah, that's kind of wild. So if you're still listening to this, you must be a serious fan of the podcast. I really, really appreciate you because you've made it to the 56 minute mark. You're a true fan. Thank you. And I promise we're going to do everything we can to continue to help. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Wraps up today. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Bye guys.